Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day, and I hope you're all looking forward to Christmas and New Year's Eve. I hope that you get to hang out with your family and your friends and just have a really enjoyable year coming up. I'm really excited about 23 because there's a lot of things coming. One of my favorite, most exciting things of all times that is going to happen is supposedly my favorite game in the whole wide world is supposed to come into existence called Starfield. It's a game made by Bethesda that is supposed to be bigger and more grand than Fallout and Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls series put together. Very, very excited about that. You'll get to see me streaming videos where I'm traveling through space and making settlements and trying to save the universe and the multiverse and all that. Very, very exciting. Well, I decided to make this video. It took me some time to be able to give myself the umph or the desire to do it. But it's going to be a video about Kent Hovind. He's been accused... Uh, many, many times by some Christians as well as non-believers and some people who've been married to him or in relationships with him or knew him, claiming that he suffers from narcissistic personality disorder. And I thought, eh, it might be interesting to actually explore this accusation, this claim that some of these people have put out there about Kentovin, because I've talked to him many times. I've been in countless shows with them, and uh, I've had long conversations with them and short, of course, and uh, I'm going to give you my honest uh, internet uh, wannabe doctor uh, analysis or examination of Kent Hovind, and we're going to find out by the end of this video, is he, does he suffer from narcissistic traits? Now, before we get into that, I want to say that if you were to read a brief summary of narcissism or go to the net and look at any of these medical psychiatry therapy type of deals, um, it would be hard to be able to differentiate anybody that's on YouTube from having narcissistic personality. And the reason why that is is because anyone that decides they want to come to YouTube and make videos... It means that in your heart, you believe that you're important enough or relevant enough to be heard, that you think that you have some kind of message or you think that you can make valuable content that other people would want to watch. Do you see where the catch is there? You're actually considering what you do important. You think that what you have to say is relevant. And obviously, no one in their right mind is going to like to be rejected. No one wants to be criticized. You want to believe that everything that you say on your videos is gospel and beautiful and straight from the divinity of heaven itself. So to be rejected or criticized can be quite annoying or upsetting for anybody out there, unless you just absolutely don't give a rat's ass what people think which would be kind of a conundrum, wouldn't it? Because if you don't care what people think, then why the hell do you make videos in the first place, right? You see how the paradox works? Well, let me uh, close out of some of the stuff on Facebook. I've been getting hundreds and hundreds of add me as a friend thing by Facebook, and it's like, oh, I can't stand it. 
and I'm not sure how to go into the privacy settings to stop it. Well, let's uh, think a little bit about what, you know what, I think that the best way to handle this is we'll go through each trait of narcissism, and then we'll try to see if we can compare to the behavior of Kent Hovind and see if he truly is some kind of person with a mental health condition is what they call it. Here we go. The overview. Narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. Okay, that's kind of vague, isn't it? I mean, the world always tells us, right, that we ought to think highly of ourselves, that we should put value and worth on ourselves. Well, Kent Hovind believes that God created him, a powerful super entity that created the universe, space, and time. He believes that God sent him to the world to bring a message of God. So right off the bat, he is going to, he's already put in the position as a Christian man who has a position of leadership and responsibility where he's got to believe that what he's talking about is true and so important that it affects the lives of humanity. He literally believes that whenever he talks to people that if they don't accept God and accept the message, as Christians call it, then their life is literally on a balance where they could go to hell and be destroyed for all eternity, or they can live in an eternity of bliss and happiness. If you ask me, that's a pretty damn high-value position, and it's a position that most Christians, especially those who are in leadership roles, run a business or run a church, it's going to put them in a sense of value that may appear on the surface as someone who has to be, almost forced to be, narcissistic because of the value and significance and relevance you put upon yourself. Does that make sense? The next section is they need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them. Well, when you're a man of God or you're someone running a ministry or someone running a church or a ranch or a compound or whether you're a cult leader or whether you're a non-tax-paying religious leader, you have to have this idea in you that you have to get people's attention, right? Christianity tells you to sow seeds, reach out to people. It literally encourages humans to go out and, and um, sell, the, sell other people on the concept that there is something greater in the universe going on. So whether you're mentally ill or not, or whether you suffer from narcissism, you kind of have to take upon those traits in order to be a leader. Whether you're an atheist leader who's being the mouthpiece or representing, or whether you're a Muslim leader who finds himself in debates, you need to be admired, you have to be respected, you have to be considered someone of importance, or you're not going to you know, step through the doorways of, uh, you know, love and hate when it comes to this kind of thing. So it's kind of like you're, it's not that you're mental, but it's kind of the, the job assignment, isn't it? It's your responsibility 
people need to hear you and respect what you're saying and they need to in a way admire you for what it is that you're doing whether it's uh, what you're doing by action or what you're saying by words so I suppose I could see how somebody might get the idea when watching a celebrity or watching someone who's Christian or atheist or anybody for that matter if you're going to take upon the leader role, then you better see yourself as valuable and your followers got to see you as important or they're not going to follow you, right? I mean, seriously, would anybody want to be hired by a boss who's incompetent or impotent? Would you want to be hired by someone or work for someone that doesn't isn't secure in their own abilities and what they can do and what they say if if they're not then what's the point they're not a leader then they're just there let's look at some of the other symptoms inflated ego well honestly after talking to Kent Hogan as many times as I have when you're talking to the man one-on-one -on -one or with his loved ones He's always admitted to me that he's got issues. He's always told me, I've got problems and everything, but this is what I want to do with my life. So he's not dishonest about it. He criticizes himself. He doesn't think that he's God. He says, I'm an, I'm an imperfect man. He's said that repeatedly on his videos whenever he's talking to people. But he's... It's how he deals with his problems and flaws that I think surprise people. Some people, whenever they have problems and issues, they dwell on it. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm a sad person. I've got so many imperfections. Oh, I don't even know if I'm going to wake up in the morning. I don't know if I'm going to be able to survive. I'm just blah, 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 blah. As where Kent's like, yeah, I have issues. I have problems. However... I have a duty. I have a job. My life is for God and I'm going to do for God no matter how many problems or issues I have. And I'm going to learn from my problems and issues and try to help other people who have problems and issues. And maybe because I can identify and relate with other people who are suffering and hurting, I may be able to use that as something positive and bring them over to the faith. The next one is lack of empathy. It basically means you don't give a shit about anybody. You don't care. Well, unfortunately, if you're a celebrity or you're someone who is working all the time, you're one of these type of people who are working 24-7 and you're constantly trying to push a message and you feel like what you're doing is not only your job, but it's your life. Well, you can't help everybody. Even Superman can't save everybody. And you can't, you're only one man, so you can't listen to every single sad story that's on the planet. If you did, you would never have the opportunity to do anything that you wanted to do for yourself, for your family, for your friends. There's some people out there that got so much pain in them that they could go on for months without ever taking a breath or shutting up. Everybody feels like their pain and suffering is unique. And it's hard. After a while, 
I've seen many, many shows having to do with police officers and CSI and forensics and all that, where they see so much death and pain, they have to kind of, they have two choices. They can either get sick, vomit, and walk away from the job, or they can become hard. Their skin has to become extremely thick in order to protect themselves. They give themselves defense mechanisms in order to be able to survive the anguish and and suffering that goes on in the world. Sometimes in order to become people's rock, you have to become hard like a rock. And that may come off as unloving for some. When someone just says, cheer up there, sir, everything's going to be fine. All you have to do is walk into the light. Everything's going to be great. Some people don't want to hear all that. For some reason, some people just want to hear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're going through all this misery and pain. I'm, I'm so sorry that this has happened and this has happened. Well, some people deal with pain and suffering in a different way. Some people think you just need that cheerful, optimistic, positive, come on, get up. You know, the fight's still happening. Get in there. You know, you've got some more swings in you. You've got more. Get up, get up, get up. As where other people are like, man, I don't think you can take it anymore. I'm going to throw in the towel. You know, kind of like a boxing match. Need for attention. Well, anybody that uses YouTube has a need for attention. I have a need for attention. I don't make videos just so they can be, you know, listened to by nothing. When I make my videos, I have to enjoy what I'm doing. I have to enjoy what I'm saying. I have to actually, it has to mean something to me. My videos have to be so good that I can listen to them back and go, yeah, good job, Brett Keen. Could have said a little bit more in that part. Could have, you know, enhanced that part of the topic. But it is what it is. Everybody does it. If you're on YouTube or you're a social media person, then you have a need for attention. If you're using Twitter and you feel that you got to drop a line every you know, three hours to let people know that you're eating a fucking sandwich, well, then you have a need for attention, don't you? Repressed insecurities. I don't even know what that means. Every human being on the planet has insecurities. Everybody feels like, ah, I wish my, my man tools were longer or wider or bigger. Oh, I wish that I was more prettier. I wish I was more attractive. I wish I was this. I wish I was that. Everybody has something about themselves that they wish was better. Uh, I wish my hair didn't stick up like that in the morning when I woke up. Uh, I wish that I had this awesome palette like, uh, what's his name, Ramsey the cook, where I could just be able to smell all the awesome ingredients like he does. There's a lot of things. One of the other traits about becoming a narcissistic personality is according to the medical documentation, people who are narcissistic have very few boundaries. It means that they get up in your face a lot. They're, you know, right up on you whenever you're talking and hanging out and all that. Well, again, that kind of puts Kent Hovind in a really funky position, doesn't it? Because this is a man who's supposed to hug his followers. He's someone who has to get intimate with you. There's got to be this closeness and connection between a follower of Christ and the leader. 
you know, who's trying to do as Christ wants him to do. You're going to, if you're a Christian, then Christians have this habit of wanting to hug you and they want to be able to touch you. They want to lay their hands on you and pray for you. Of course, there's going to be some boundary issues, but it's kind of a contract, a verbal contract between Christians and their preacher to allow themselves to be touched, allow themselves to feel warmth and love and all that kind of stuff. And don't get nasty, army people are sexual. Don't start bringing up Catholics. I get it, all right? I'm talking about that need, like whenever you're with your mother or your father and you're feeling like you had a shit day and you just need a hug, that kind of thing. And Kent Hovind knows that. He knows that sometimes people just need a hug. Some people need their hands shut. Some people need to be put to work. Because when you're working hard, you're not thinking about all the evil in the world. Instead, you're feeling good about building things instead of feeling like you're in a world that's falling apart around you. So, is he a narcissist? I guess at the end of the day, it's really up to all of you what you want to think about that. But there are people out there who have all kinds of mental disorders and all kinds of issues, but it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person if you have an inflated ego. It doesn't make you a bad person if sometimes it seems like you care and sometimes you don't. It doesn't make you evil because you have a this need to want to be admired or respected or you want some kind of attention. In fact, I think that more people should talk about their problems and actually come out and say, look, I feel lonely. I feel like I'm left out. I want some attention. I think that more people should just come out and say that, but they feel weird about it. It makes them feel awkward to just go to your girlfriend and say, honey, I need some attention. I feel like crap. Mom, dad, I need some attention. Dear friend on the phone, I'm feeling really, really left out on a lot of things, and I could really use some attention. I could use someone who focuses on my desires and my needs for a little bit. I wish humans would learn how to communicate better. So no, I don't see that as a problem. And we've been through insecurities. Everybody's got insecurities. Everybody tries to repress their insecurities. And as far as boundaries go, I wish sometimes people would just reach out and give me a hug and not feel nervous about it. Just give me a hug. I'm feeling like crap today. I need a hug. Want to give me a kiss on my cheek? Okay, fine. Want to give me a massage, rub my back? I'm good with that. I'm not going to get you a lawsuit for sexual harassment. I like having my back massaged. I think that Kent's what... Some people may have an issue with him is, is that Kent Hovind is old school. And nowadays it's weird to connect with people. It's weird to have conversations and hug and love each other because everybody's got their phone on and they're, they got their face buried into their phone and everybody's wondering what the new stupid thing is that's happening on the internet. People don't show the kind of love that they used to. People don't just sit down and talk. Now, whenever you get a phone call from somebody, if you don't want to hear what they have to say, their name pops up and you know who they are and what they're about and just say, I don't want to talk to that prick right now and just hang up on them. Like they weren't even, they didn't even mean anything. We all know what that feels like, huh? Doesn't that make us all feel like we got repressed insecurities and we're not getting our attention that we wanted? 
So let's look at one more thing. Signs and symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder. Grandiose sense of self-importance. What does that exactly mean? That somebody feels like they're God or something, that they're super important, we've already been through that, lives in a fantasy world that supports their delusions of grandeur. Um, no, Kent doesn't live in a fantasy world. He's kind of creating his own type of perspective on reality, but I don't. I wouldn't say that's a delusion. Just because Disney World created Mickey Mouse doesn't mean that they're running around thinking he's talking mice or something. Needs constant praise and admiration. I think he likes to be admired just like any normal person does. Sense of entitlement. Don't see that in him. Talk to him too many times. How do I know that he feels as though he's got flaws and all that? You know how many times Kent has actually asked me for advice? He said, Brett, what should I do in this? I don't know what to do. He's telling me, he's humble enough to say, look, I'm a 70-year-old man, and I'm not sure how to deal with this person or this event in my life. Brett, what can I do? He keeps a lot of people around him to help him to be able to figure out what he's going to do next. He's a leader, but sometimes the best thing a leader can do is ask for help. Sometimes that's the best lesson in the world is to simply say, look, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say to this woman. I don't know what to say to these people. They don't listen. They don't care. And they're constantly trying to hurt me. What do I do? I'm in pain. It's hurting me emotionally. It's hurting me mentally. What can I do, Mr. Keen? That doesn't sound like a narcissistic person to me. It sounds like a person who's trying to keep their head above water so they don't drown. One of the last things is exploits others with guilt or shame, frequently demeans or intimidates and bullies or belittles others. Some people might say, well, he's got a series on YouTube where it's called Whack an Atheist. Well, the problem is whenever you're dealing with a lot of non-believers, a lot of atheists are very narcissistic according to these traits. They attack people, they insult people, they make people feel like trash. And for whatever reason, Kent felt like he wanted to get in the mud with the pigs and play with them. He wanted to basically give them a little bit of taste of their own medicine. He never did that in the past. In all of the time of his past, he did debates and discussions, and he always spoke respectfully with people. But I think after getting dumped on repeatedly and having his history thrown into his face nonstop, I think he's become a little bit harder than the Kent Hovind of the past. And that's why he acts the way he does. He feels like he's dealing with people who want to knock his head off, so he gives them a little bit of taste back. Does that mean that he's mean? Does it mean that he's a bully? Is someone a bully if they're getting the hell kicked out of them and kicked out of them and they end up punching back? No. If you get surrounded by several people and they're beating on you and you fire back on them, that would be considered self-defense. That would be considered valuing your own existence and just trying to survive. Not that you're a bully too or you're trying to be mean or hateful, but sometimes in order to deal with bullies, you got to fight back. And he knows that. He's old school. He knows that somebody takes you behind the barn and they mean to punch you in the mouth. You're going to have to either fight back or, or take an ass whipping.
Well, who in their right mind would want that? He tries to make a joke out of it. He tries to be funny. He basically tears down their jo their insults and their claims and accusations and, and makes a, a parody of it. It is what it is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy my video. I hope you've given it enough attention. And that's basically how I feel. This video is going to go up on the radio. And you'll be able to listen to it anytime you like. And also watch it on YouTube. If anybody would like to support me, people have asked me, what do you want for Christmas? The truth is, I already got my family. I've already got everybody I love. So I'm good with that. The only thing that I want, I have it on an Amazon wish list. The link is on my YouTube channel. And in the description, you can purchase me um, a computer that I already have set up. I've got it picked out. Somebody wants to order it for me, that's great. But no obligations. I don't expect anybody to do anything. But if you really want to get me something for Christmas, that's what I want. I use a computer for damn near everything that I do. So it's a necessity as well as a desire. God bless.